Hey, Suns fans, what was already a late game tonight turned into a later game almost. The Suns actually pulled away. As you can see, John's not here again. We are actually going through some uh, marital issues. So I got a replacement for tonight. Again, Suns Geek, how you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm so glad to be back. Uh, I wish it was... Uh... Well, I wish I was back for a better game than this one, but uh, I'm just glad to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Oh, boy, we got a lot to talk about, Matt. <laughs> yeah, we do. You know, it was going to kind of be like a, a boring pot almost mm -hmm. because the Suns blew them out. You you saw, like, Suns are back. The five-game win streak. They're 6-3 and three now, uh, beating the Kings 109-104. And, of course, there's a blow. It seems like every game now is very, very close for the Suns. I'm sure they'll Ugh. figure that out in the rest of the season as it goes on. But... Overall, the first three quarters were fantastic, right? I mean, I think that they they figured some stuff out. The bench played very, very well in the first half. Uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker had some uh, carried them, I think, in the first quarter, really, and then just had a great game. So, I mean, do you have a beer tonight? I know last time, last time I had so much coffee in me, it felt like yeah, I had no. a beer. But tonight, okay. especially after that miserable fourth quarter, I need something in my system. And it kind of was a late game. So I got to truly don't look at me and judge me in the chat. I see you guys. But yeah, I need one of these after tonight, man. It is. Uh, we got lots to talk about. Yeah. And honestly, the, the truly that's one of John's favorite. I think he's, <laughs> he's had about 20 of those on the pod. They so, get the job done. No judgment man. here. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really do. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan, but I just stick to the cord's light, which is basically mm. just water. So we'll go ahead and pop these open really quick. Do it. Try to one hand it and it messed mm -hmm. up. And let's get this pod started, huh? Cheers. All right, so yeah, the Suns win 109-104. Um, what was a blowout turned into a very, very close game. I think we kind of conversated this before, and it seemed like just deja vu again, but I always say in the NBA, it doesn't matter really what the score is going to the five-minute mark. You can always come back, and right. I don't care what team you're playing, what team you are, how great you are. I mean, the Suns are turning into a better team already right now with a five-game win streak. But teams can come back. I don't care who you're playing. Do you agree with that? Or, I mean, I already seen the chat right now. It's terrible coaching. Uh, coaching was god awful. I mean, I think you mentioned something about that too. But I just always give <laughs> the benefit of the doubt with these teams where it's just never safe. What do you think? Absolutely. Especially in today's NBA where it's all offense. And even if you have really solid defense, it does not matter. And you know what? Let's give credit to the Sacramento Kings. I don't know if a lot of Suns fans know this, but they're actually off to a decent start of the season. This is something I was going to talk about uh, until this game. They were five and five. So now they're five and six. But Luke Walton has been impressed with their season so far. They obviously have some really good guards and Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, and Davion Mitchell, who I think is going to be a stud in this league. That dude is a lockdown defender, but he can also score. And then, you know, Harrison Barnes had a good season so far, and Buddy Heald's yeah. embracing his role as a six-man. But you are right. I don't care if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are going to be garbage this year. I don't care if you're the Detroit Pistons, who've only won one game. I don't care if you're the... Uh, the Bucks or the Heat or any of the good teams in the league right now, you can lose on any given night, and this 
showed why. And you know what? Shameless plug here. I recently made a video and I said the Suns still have a long way to go. And this is ex- it's exactly what I was talking about. So I'm probably going to go on a few rants <laughs> in this uh, podcast. But no, yeah, yikes. you're more than welcome to, honestly. Yeah, uh, I'm not usually the rant guy. That's John. So if you got any rants, <laughs> let him let him go. Uh, we got plenty of time tonight. This to, is Suns therapy. To on let the those birdies fly. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we seriously we have plenty of time there. Um, but you know, going into this game, there's no DeAndre Ayton, all right? Ayton watches, of course, one of the fan favorite uh, little kind of segments <laughs> we have here tonight. Um, There are two guys kind of filling the role for him. I mean, when DA does play, of course, he has the backup of McGee, and then McGee kind of like, turns into Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky's been great. Last game versus yeah. the Hawks, which I actually went to, um, he had a stellar game. His defense and everything is, it's really turning out great, and I think that it's kind of underrated, even offensively. The defenses, I kind of think disrespect him in a way to where even like on fast breaks and things, he's at certain times in the game, he can break away. You know, he can find a open path for his teammate to pass him the ball and get like a wide open lay in or a dunk. I, I We're seeing a lot more of that. And McGee, I feel like is the guy that comes in always in the second half. He turns on just the energy for the team defensively, offensively. He's always running the fast break too. He gets the wide open dunks. He's, he's doing a lot there. So from those two, I mean, combined points, you got 16 points and then combined rebounds. McGee actually had seven. Frank Kaminsky had five, but the defense I always think is really sterile. What do you seller? What do you think from them? Is it enough to really carry what Aiden brings to this team for maybe an additional few games? Maybe for a few games, and you are right, especially with JaVale McGee in the second half. I feel like he really picks it up. I feel like he's kind of been a wild card. And and again, hopefully this answers your question with Frank and JaVale McGee, but Frank Kaminsky has been really good. And it's really just been him making plays and scoring and just being that body and that, you know, we give him minutes and he's living up to those minutes. Uh, but again, JaVale McGee is a little bit of a wild card. He did have a really nice chase down block, I think, in the third quarter. And that was another yeah. point of the game where I was like, oh, man, this game's over. Like JaVale McGee's chasing down the ball and blocking it into the stands and all that. But yeah, it, it, the thing is, it, it obviously we saw tonight, it's all about consistency with this team. And the, the second unit needs to be better. And even if it is for a couple of games where Frank and JaVale McGee are playing great defense, maybe to fill in for DeAndre Ayton, it's not it. And we all know that most nights DeAndre Ayton's the biggest player on the court. And uh that size and defensive ability and just that impact of Ayton, whether or not he's consistent, it it kind of showed tonight in my opinion. Yeah, there's a, there was a certain play too where Frank got blocked by Holmes. It was in the second quarter and he got blocked, but regained control and laid it back up. So I feel like in the past with Frank, like that would have been a block and that would have been it. It would have been like, you know, crowds going crazy, a great block, but he recovered from it, got the ball back and laid it in, maintained his composure. Yeah, that was a uh, nice play, actually. It was, yeah, it was beautiful. And I think the the disrespect he kind of gets from teams, are it's, it might start to wear off because I think right now, I don't know if you agree with me, because we've always maybe even as a team, as a, as fans kind of, disrespected his game and never really thought too much about it, even though like last year they went on an 11-0 run with him as a starter or something yep. crazy like that. Don't forget Suns fans. <laughs> yeah. Too yeah, much so- Frank slander. <laughs> exactly. So can we just say like he he's good? We talked about this before in the pod, but can we just now just rely on him? I think I can. I get excited when he's in the game. 
Um, there's just so much he brings, and I think he just learns from his teammates. They all feed off of each other. He's, I think, something that can help the Suns win, and especially with DA's absence when he has to play the backup center, it's something that you can really count on, right? Yeah, and I mean, my whole thing is he only had 10 points and five rebounds tonight, but it's just because he got into foul trouble. I kind of wish he didn't get into foul trouble tonight because I wanted to see what he could do. Like, the, the last couple games when he's played like over 20 minutes he's had those big games i recently made a video praising him and giving him credit where credit is due and you are right last season i think we were like 11 and 2 with him in the starting lineup and suns fans forget that i mean he can play he obviously came back for a reason i think monty has credited him saying like he knows our offense and Mm -hmm. Chris Paul talked about it the other night. He was like, you guys forget this guy's a lottery pick and he's been in the league for a long time and it's stopped the Frank Kaminsky slander, but he did kind of get into foul trouble tonight. But would you say the officiating was kind of iffy all night? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that may not have been a hundred percent Frank's fault. No, no, no. (laughs) So I did put in my notes. So one thing on this pod is we've been actually, we've been giving some credit to the refs. I think the NBA right now is looking Looking pretty good when it comes to the refs. Um, there's not a whole lot of terrible calls. The games exactly. are quick. Tonight, it almost seemed like the game was going to be over in two hours and ten minutes. And, of course, mm-hmm. with the comeback, then you had the stoppage <laughs> and stuff. But they're doing a good job. Tonight, though, they kind of missed some calls for the Suns. Chris Paul got pushed towards the end. There was a no call there. Um, <laughs> JaVale McGee was backing down too hard, so they called a foul on that. And then there was just the 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 charge that Booker took. And towards the end of the game, like the one of the last plays, he actually got – he got the charge. Yeah. Usually those are things that never work out in Booker's more importantly, it's always Booker's favor. It never works out in his favor. But in this <laughs> game, he was <laughs> legit. Like he, he got that call and it was, it was hard to work for because the rest seemed like they were ignoring the sun. So, I mean, do you think the rest gotten better? The rest have gotten better um, this season and overall in this game, it just kind of stunk a little bit. Yeah, I think this game, you know, wasn't a great example of what the referees were doing. But yeah, all around in the NBA, I think they are doing a great job. And my whole thing is just ticky tack fouls. You let like last year and just in years past, the slightest bit of contact and it's a foul. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. And just some of the calls they would make, the controversial stuff and all that. Uh, but yeah, I think they've done a great job, and that's kind of the I don't want I don't want to say conspiracy theory, but theory around like certain players struggling. Uh, De'Aaron Fox might be one of those players, maybe Damian Lillard, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, the referees tonight yeah. were just uh, not very good. Yeah, that's a good point. Of course, we play the Blazers next, so we can get into Damian yep. Lillard and his struggles so far this season. But another shout out to the bench. Um, they did score thirty six or thirty nine of the last sixty or the first sixty seven points for the Suns. Uh, yeah, Shannon they were good nine. in the first half. <laughs> yeah, first half, first half. Cameron Payne. We'll get into a little bit. There's one guy I just kind of want to I want to bring up because I saw something in the chat again. How this guy just seems like he's not really performing, and that is lights, Cameron, action. <laughs> I was yeah, going to so, say Cam Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Cam Johnson. So, I mean, tonight, one for three, two points. Okay, so my deal is with Cameron Johnson. I do love him, <sighs> but tonight, he's one of those guys for me <clears throat> where I see a lot of other things I really, really like. And it seems like his game, like Mikhail Bridges, where Bridges was just like a three-point shooter, that's really all he did in the beginning. It seems like he's kind of bleeding to other things. So I 
feel like Cam Johnson is just not like the knockdown shooter anymore. He's doing a lot more. So him and his game, how it's bleeding into the other things of defense, hustle, cutting the basket. He has a lot more focus on other things on the court, and he's trying, trying very, very hard to kind of not become an expert at those things, but he's he's putting a lot of energy into them. Do you think it's like affecting his shot? It's affecting his game? I mean, he has a few good games this year to where you see it, the hustle. I love watching when I went to the game. I went to the game against the Hawks mm. and just his hustle, just watching him, you know, up close, 20 rows up. I'm just like, this guy is just a very solid player. He's always in the right spot, I feel like. But do you see him struggling in a way that's negatively? Or is it kind of like, uh, you know, a starting a rookie starting quarterback that comes in, you see some potential and then finally figures out towards the end of the season? It could be that maybe it's because he is literally embracing this new role where he's trying just to be more than a shooter. I've always said Cam Johnson's a really overlooked defender. I think he's one of the best defenders on our team. Uh, But another thing, too, I remember Monty. I don't know if he said this last season or the season before that. Monty said Cam Johnson is a starter in this league, but he needs to obviously embrace it and do, you know, other things with the ball and, you know, become more of an all-around player. It, it could be that, though. Maybe because we're just so used to Cam Johnson being a really good scorer. That's why I, it, he is struggling. But I think it was in the Hawks game. He didn't really put up too many big numbers. But he had, like, back-to-back plays where he went, like, behind his back and went in for the – oh, I hit my microphone. Uh, but he went in for the layup oh, and everything. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, he has those small flashes of where he's, like, really good and he makes standout plays and everything and – we're going to have to keep an eye on Cam Johnson. I hope it's not a long season for him, uh, but mm-hmm. maybe he needs to start hitting more shots. I know that he wants to embrace that role, and uh, maybe he should start. I, I know that sounds yeah. crazy, but like that's more minutes, and you're you're jumping right out of the gate, but he needs to be more consistent. I said this, too. I, I think Landry Shamit had a pretty good game tonight, but I was like, Landry Shamit and Cam Johnson really need to get it going, and tonight Cam Johnson didn't have it going. Yeah, and uh, the thing is in the chat too, uh, Scott Lacey actually said, I don't understand what's going on with Cam. It's like he's deferring. You know, that's one thing I yep. see too. That's a good, that's a good word um, for that. And that's, that's the thing that Mikhail does a lot too. When he has a shot, well, before, like when you get the ball in the corner, he would shoot the three even when the defender running at him. Now he kind of defers and does other things. Uh, and then Haydot Zero says, Cam Johnson had a shot but pass up to campaign. So you're seeing a lot of that. So I think maybe there's something where he might be trying too hard yeah. to do too many too much you know this year trying to ease yourself into it. we know what we have with cam i think it's something special for him to start though i think his numbers kind of have to jump off the screen and yeah. then he also needs to you know this team might need to be on a losing streak or something they need to switch it up but right now i feel like he's he's where he is and this next guy though of course is a fan favorite and we always talk about him every pod um there's just some more things i wanted to add yeah so (laughs) i mean mikhail bridges um i mean going to the game so i brought a friend and automatically it's her favorite player like she doesn't watch basketball ever so it's her favorite player from just watching him for a quarter and when i'm watching him live like booker had like 20 points in the first half i don't know it's hard to pay attention to that stuff for some reason when you're at a game but he had like 20 points and then he and then Mikhail only had like what four points in the first half, but it seems like he has so much more. And uh, so Mikhail tonight, his defense. What I noticed one thing, and when I watched him live versus the Hawks, was he like hunts his 
the the guy he's guarding. So offensively, yeah, he reminds yeah. like kind of like a cornerback in the NFL where he's hunting these guys, he's playing their eyes, and he gets a lot of more tip passes. And he'll go up behind and get the block, the blocks, the swats, and all that from jump uh, when the jump shooters um, in action, you know, towards the basket. And there's a lot of new things that he's doing defensively that I kind of think it's being overlooked. So I never noticed that really last year. He kind of has like eyes in the back of his head in a way. Have yeah. you noticed anything? I mean, his defense we don't talk about too much because offensively he's he's improving, but his defense offensively, where do you where do you stand with him after this game? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we already know what we're going to get from him on a uh, defensive effort each and every single night. And that's the reason I wanted to talk about Davion Mitchell real quick is because yeah. Davion Mitchell's a rookie, and you could argue he's already one of the best defenders in the league. And Mikael Bridges is, what, in his third, fourth year? And he's already yeah. one of the best defenders in the league. But offensively, Mikael Bridges is one of the best cutters and rim runners in the NBA. I feel like a lot of his points came from those rim runnings and cuts, and that is – that's awesome. And we saw Booker, you know, just like in the highlight that you showed, the Warden highlight, uh, I think it happened a couple of times tonight where Booker was running a fast break and just threw it up to Mikhail Bridges, like, go get it. And yeah. if I remember correctly from last year, when Mikhail Bridges scores like 17 to 22 points per game, we or you know, in a game, we win a lot of those games. So if he can score, if he can eventually get to like a 20 point per game score, I know that sounds crazy. I think last year he might have averaged like 13 a game. But like if he can get like 20 points per game one year in his career, I think the Suns will win a lot of games. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. We're, we're seeing the offensive growth from Mikhail Bridges. Some nights are better than others. Now we just need to see it from Cam Johnson. <laughs> no, I totally agree. And there's also um, Cameron Payne, too. He's a guy that was injured, of course. And yep. Alfred Payton, I felt like, really kind of filled his role to an extent just yes. to not mess up too much and just kind of be solid and just basic. And Cameron Payne, of course, tonight, 17 points in the first half. Ooh. So he was very, very aggressive. Five straight points when he came in. Um, there was maybe a couple shots maybe he shouldn't have took, but he was aggressive. He wants to get things going with the second team. And I think that really sparked him so much. And also coming in the third, he wasn't able to really do too much later in the game but it seemed like he's getting back into his groove from what you're seeing from him is it something that you know you're excited because you, you think he's going to go up another level this year or is it something that you think that you know he's going to be the same he was which was great last year in the finals yeah. and in the playoffs everything he did for this team as a sixth man is he a guy is the sixth man award maybe going to be something that is in reach for him in a way i don't i don't know he's just he's He's a player that when missing time, the fans were just, they could not wait for him to come back. I was at the game when he came back and just the ovation was yeah. monstrous. So do you think he has a chance or am I reaching too far with the six man award thing? It's still really early, obviously. I, maybe he could be an honorable mention for a six man of the year. I, I think obviously it, for him, it would have to come down to consistency. Maybe, upping those assists a little bit too, but he is a fan favorite. He's exciting to watch. The dude just plays hard. I mean this in the best of ways. I said this a lot last season, and I said it in the bubble. I said this dude plays like if his job is on the line, which obviously it's not anymore. He got a contract, you know, and that contract's a little bit of a steal too, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I mean, the dude plays hard. He just needs to be more consistent. I'm, I'm glad, you know, he, he only finished with like 24 points tonight, but he was on fire in the yeah. first half and that's what you want to see post injury uh and it's really good to see and you know what you know the suns before we went on this four game losing streak i forgot how 
long campaign was out, but I, I think it showed. I think campaign being out kind of hurt us a little bit. And it's, yeah, you know, even if maybe campaign's not scoring, just the fact it's like Chris Paul, like, you know, even if Chris Paul is in the game, but maybe he's not doing too much, he's still there, you know, just yeah. having him on the court is a big deal. Maybe that's what we're seeing from campaign. So, uh, but yeah, campaign played really well tonight. Um, but that second unit, man. <laughs> I know. And campaign well, can only do together. so much. Let's be real. Like yeah. he can only do so much. They'll get it together. And of course we yeah. have some injuries early in the year. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is like with the bench, speaking of the bench, one guy that I feel like is very, very comfortable with him is Chris Paul. Um, tonight he's six for 12, uh, 16 points and he had the five assists, but him, I don't know if you notice every time in the second quarter, when he comes in with the second unit, he looks very, very comfortable. And he, he seems like he knows where to find these guys. These guys are getting the spots to where they're cutting and they're just doing the normal basic stuff, but they seem just like they practice it. Of course, at yeah. all times, I, I wanted to ask, like, do you think Chris Paul's favorite part of the game, maybe besides hitting a game winning shot or something crazy like that, is playing with the bench? Because I feel like he enjoys it like like a daddy does playing outside with his kids or something. You know what I mean? Like he teach him, he teaches them so well. He'll hit them, but they miss some open shots tonight. But I just I think that he enjoys it more than certain parts of the game. To me, I just noticed that you notice that at all. If that is true, that goes to show how deep of a team we are, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's probably good that we have Devin Booker, you know, because that way we don't have to play Devin Booker and Chris Paul, you know, entirely together. Yes. But yeah, I mean, if that is true, and you know, there sometimes I'm a little too harsh on this team. There, there will be nights where just shots don't go in. We've already seen that a lot this season, as annoying as it is. But it's true. I mean, every team struggles with it. You know, even tonight in that third quarter, the Kings went on a drought. They couldn't hit a shot to save their life. And I was watching yeah. a little bit of the Bulls and Nets game. Even though the Bulls did win the game, they didn't score for like five straight minutes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if Chris Paul can come in with that second unit, and if the second unit can show consistency, I've said that word a lot tonight. Ooh, watch out. Yeah. And, and I do believe like the Suns, you know, we started off the season, what, like eight and eight last year. Like they're going to figure we're on a five game winning streak. What, what am I complaining about? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, there's uh there's a lot to think about this team because it is early, yeah. but there, there's two guys too that I feel like we kind of talk about consistently uh, with Nader and Shamit. And Shamit, there's a lot of focus on him, of course, because of the money he's making. Um, but tonight he started out really good. He looked like he was more confident, but it's just not a continuous thing. You don't see it in like consistency. It's a word we always use yeah. over and over again with this team, with um, – I mean, I'm sure many teams use that. Many fans use it. You just want to see consistency with this team. Coaches but, use it too, man. And yeah, ugh. you gotta you gotta have it. And that's what the Suns yeah. had last year. A lot of consistent play. And I honestly, I think that Shamit he'll get there. Nader's another guy yeah. though, where we do hate on. He had a few good plays tonight, but defensively, offensively, everything, every play for him seems like it is just so important. And it is for every player, right. but you can see it in his body language to me that he just he needs to make sure he does not mess up. There's a few things he messed up on tonight towards the end of the game, and it probably didn't matter, but it kind of did matter, where they got the steal. Mikhail Bridges at the other end of the floor, wide open, and all he had to do was just chuck it up. Instead, he ran the floor, and he got fouled. And they called a foul, of course, a stop play. But yeah. those are plays where he just needs to get better on. He makes the the the, the not the – I don't know, just really – ill decisions and even when i was at the game like there's just things he does where he's out of bounds when he's getting a pass and it goes off his knee like there's just a lot where he needs to catch up on are you i mean he's never gonna go away 
<laughs> he's always going to get minutes. So where are you with this guy? And is this still frustrating? I mean, with us winning games, does it even matter? If we were losing, like if we we're on a five game losing streak, he better be buried in the bench. But, you know, Monty Williams, uh, he, I think he favors Nader for whatever reason. I don't know if if it's Chris Paul whispering in his ear saying, play yeah. Nader. You know? Like I was with him in OKC playing, you know, but he's been really bad. I mean, like I'm, I, I was a Nader defender for a while and sure he might play hard. And you kind of pointed out, like sometimes it seems like every play for Nader is like a big deal. It's like, Gotta kind of relax, Nader. He's I, I call JaVale McGee kind of a wild card. He's like an yeah. extreme wild card, and he has those fumbles and those nasty turnovers and just bad plays. It sometimes it seems like he's playing his own game. I, and again, I'm not an NBA coach, but that's just what it looks like. And it's you gotta wonder if Monty's just you gotta wonder if he's gonna pull the dude and maybe play somebody else. And you know, we were talking about Landry Shamit too. If I saw correctly in his last two games, he's averaged 15 points tonight. He only had nine, but those nine points in that first half are really good. You know, I said this earlier, he's a guy that's really got to get it going and I'm sure he will. But uh, yeah, I think the Nader and minutes need to, they need to be cut. (laughs) He's just, he's not good. (laughs) Yeah. And there's something that's brought up over and over again is the sticks over Nader sticks came in, of course, a few games back, had a pretty decent game. Everything ever since he had, that contract, you know, non-negotiated extension, Ugh. he hasn't played. So, um, yeah, so like Blaze Megatron says, sticks over Nader. And it's it's something that's probably not going to happen. Some reason we don't know, and we'll always question it a why until maybe a trade happens. But it just, something has to happen there to where I think if the Suns keep winning, they'll probably keep ignoring it, and they'll try to keep Nader in there to gain some confidence. Right. Because it's defensively. Which I, I can heard- back that up you know give him confidence but how how much of a leash do you give him you know i know exactly i think until things get really bad but right now things are on the up and up so Mm -hmm. you give him those minutes maybe learn um but i even heard from the bench you know that i heard someone scream like nader (laughs) or um gosh what is his what's his sticks No, no, no. What's it, what's Nader's nickname? Why can I not remember right now? It's um Oh god. Um, come on, Jamsters. Thanks for joining everybody, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, make sure to Hulk smash yeah, that. Dooley. Like, um, okay, Dooley. I don't yeah, know why I forgot that. Yeah, uh, Dooley. They're like Dooley, don't foul. There you go. Blaze Megatron. Thank, thank you, Blaze Megatron. I, I remember right before that guy's been subscribed to my channel for a long time. So shout yeah. out to Blaze Megatron. Yeah. Man. Definitely. And shout out to everybody else watching us. Hit the thumbs up. Thank you, guys. Subscribe all that to uh, our channel, Sun's Jam Session, and of course Pyramid um, Pop. <laughs> That's the name I was kind of thinking of too, but yeah, it was Dooley. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm surprised I remembered. I can't remember anything. Um, it's a little late into this. Um, to the pod, we're almost halfway there. Um, but I just have Matthew. I got to ask. All right, so we use this segment a lot, even though it's neither I or John really asking Matthew. anything so it's usually the guests we're asking john's here in spirit man (laughs) yeah so just a quick story so i was at the game and i was sitting in section 107 all right and it's first quarter and they come out with the free pizzas they're like 107 you won free pizzas i'm like oh my i never win anything at a game and all of a sudden they go to the other side and they give it to 108 
So my question for you is, have you ever won something and then just lost still <laughs> in the same moment? Cause I've never <laughs> felt that before. So happy for pizza and they give it to you. There's, I just had to ask that really quick before uh, we move on. Yes. My love life. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you I'm go. roasting myself. Boom. Roasted. Yes. Yes. yes, yes I can't yes, think I of think... anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure I've been to a son's game where that's happened. So yes. I, I've yeah. never seen that in my life. That's every robber. time you I've got been, robbed, bro. Yeah. Every time I've been to a game, <laughs> You know, I whoever wins wins, and so I don't know. I mm-hmm. had to get that out of my system because it's still bothering oh, me. Yeah, <laughs> those pizzas are good, man. I've had those pizzas; they're yeah. actually really good. I know I missed out. <laughs> I had to buy my own food. So uh, cheese curds, anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he knew you were at the game, and he did that. <laughs> yeah, just screwed me over on that one. So, um, yeah. So, uh, time for the uh, annual or annual the. Uh, Jam star of the game. Yeah, so that. Blaze, yeah, Blaze Mind Control, heartbreaking stories for you both. Yes, thank you, Park Signs. That's tough. Let's see. It, it, it was tough, you know, yeah. but it was a fun game. Um, oh, what just the energy in that crowd. I just I don't know. Anyway, so Jam Star of the Game. Who do you got, Brandon? Well, Although I wanted to see his points up a little more because Booker's been, you know, he's been on a roll lately. And this sounds like the easy answer. He did have five turnovers tonight, but I'm going to go with Devin Booker. Uh, I know that campaign might have been the easy choice of those 24 points off the bench. He's my honorable mention, but Booker did a lot tonight. Uh, You know, 18 points, nine rebounds, six assists, and he's just been coming alive and it's like if booker can look like this throughout the rest of the season consistently he'll be an all-star this year but honorable mention cameron Payne. yeah perfect and uh let's go down the list of the jamsters so parker hines mikhail bridges fabio nazaski oh joke it's jam star so i miss i miss the uh I guess he, what happened? Did it, was there a I, rough foul or what happened? From what I, I saw forgot. from the Twitter verse was, I don't know if it was Monte Morris who did something first, but what I saw was Jokic, I think Bam Adebayo stole the ball and Jokic literally just shoved him to the yeah. ground. And you, Bam Adebayo is a big dude. He fell and just was on the ground. And then Butler was, remember when uh, Booker and uh, that one dude from the Timberwolves were like John at each other and were like, meet me in the locker room. Jimmy Butler yes. was doing that, and it, oh. it, but again, I don't okay. know what happened prior to that. But Jokic is probably going to get suspended. But hey, you know what? He had a great game tonight. I think he had a triple double, and that dude's okay. the MVP for a reason. But yeah, it was bad. He's going to get suspended probably. Oh, I can't wait to see it after because I, I saw some yeah. stuff on Twitter too. But uh-huh. I was I was stuck between the Suns game, some Monday Night Football for fantasy. Yep. So let's go down to the rest of the list. Mega Giants eighty nine campaign. Uh, Walter Lazo. Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Coach JJM campaign. I hit the wrong one there. Walter. Walter campaign. So, you know, the majority Megatron um, campaign. So I'm going to have to agree with all of them um, just because I feel like he just set the energy for the second unit. It's something that we want to see. Oh, uh, was it Markeith Morris? I'm sorry, Chad. My bad. It was Markeith. Okay. I swear I saw yeah. Bam out of bio on the floor. So yeah. I, I don't know if he got knocked down. Maybe I didn't see it, but that makes it even better, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean if he's hitting Markeith Morris. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. Hey, Markeith uh, Morris is a big dude, too. So, I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So I mean, I'll give the I'll give this award to Campaign. I think that uh, he deserved it, especially coming off that injury. He does, and honestly, it, this is always a tough one for everybody because there's always it's so diverse on this team where you have a lot of great course performances and when you have the bench play like that it's going to end up in a win but of course towards the end of the game when it was very very close it wasn't i don't feel like the bench is full i think everyone just gets kind of comfortable yeah. everyone gets in a comfortable position where they're at they're on the bench they think they're there the rest of the night and then the, the bench is out there you know kind of playing around but not playing too hard and then the bench has to come in and they're cold i mean they can't even shoot a jump shot they can't even get a jump shot off half the time so when you're facing that that's a tough thing to come back from um, but overall, I mean, I think it was a great win for the Suns just because you know that in certain situations, you kind of want to practice that, I think, through the season. And I think that you want to make sure that you can make your free throws, right? Devin Booker missed it too. Maybe that's why I didn't give him the jam start because I honestly mm -hmm. think that those two have at least make one. But yeah. superstars go through this. Everyone goes through this. Every great team goes through this. Um, but what we want to do is we want to check on two um, today where we went actually – on the bet on it segment. So once Yeah, so today's bet bet on it poll um it was uh the winning margins. So with Suns plus 5, Suns 10 plus, Suns 15 plus and our Kings W. So it was actually 44% out of 49 votes. We almost had 50% choose the Suns plus 5. So that's actually the winner, right? <laughs> if I got that right. Yeah, exactly. Five plus points that the Suns won by. So thanks for voting. Uh, check out the yeah. polls. I think we actually uh, we won a dollar now. So this is maybe... I didn't check the last game because I was busy. I didn't really watch the whole pod. So I think that this might be three games in a row. Maybe Jamsters let me know because I didn't watch the last pod. I mean, shame on me, right? <laughs> I, only, I only watched part of it, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you um, have to be present for every podcast, Matthew. No sick days. You have to watch every pod. And yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I know it's 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 a lot of work, but like it's Saturday night. I'm just like, you know, I want to enjoy myself and go to the game and just you know not worry about it. Yeah, we're all and human, was, man. We all have you, you know we the, gotta mm -hmm. need the night off. Yeah. And so, anyways, enough about me. Um. So the next game, of course is against the Blazers. But before we get to there, is there anything else you want to talk about this game? Anything else that caught your eye? Any other players that you want to mention before we move on? You know, I'm looking at my notes here, and I'm sorry if I come off as a negative Nancy, guys, but let, let's talk about that third quarter. I mean, that was a really good third quarter, but the unfortunate part is that we just still haven't seen this team do it for a full 48 minutes. The first half was kind of a up and down roller coaster. I mean, we, it, it, I think they were shooting 60% from three. We were shooting 50% from the field. It's like the Kings were. Yeah you know, answering everything we threw at them. They play hard, man. I'm telling you, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but they might like, they are a, a pretty good team this year. If they can stay healthy and you know, they're five and six to start the season, their next four games are against pretty easy teams. I mean, they got like the Spurs and Timberwolves and Thunder and it's like, but yeah, that third quarter, if we can build off that third quarter and just it, my whole thing that I'm just really frustrated with is just that we had to bring back our starters and with the time left, not really that we had to bring our starters back in, but it was like four to five minutes left. Like that's Chris Paul's like stretching at the scores table. You know, it's just that bugged me for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, we were doing so good at forcing turnovers and, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I guess really the last thing I wanted to say, um, and I talked about this before, I wanted to 
to give a shout out to former Phoenix Sun Ricky Rubio, man. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. He's okay. been yeah. great. He's he, he. I think it was uh, the other night. He had thirty-seven points, ten assists, eight three-pointers. I think Booker's only scored eight three-pointers once in his career. And unfortunately, Colin Sexton went down with a injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. And now Ricky Rubio can step in. That's one of the like most underrated best pickups of the offseason. So that's my rant. I'm trying to stay positive about the Suns team. I, I will yeah. say this, even though it seems like I'm frustrated, I'm not as frustrated these last two games. Because, again, we're on a five-game winning streak. Mm -hmm. So that's my rant. Hey, yeah, you brought him up. Punta Higiene confía en HS para un pelo 100% libre de caspa. Clínicamente probado. HS, shampoo número uno en España. Yeah, so Ricky I mean, Rubio. anytime you bring him up, we got to show the shower scene. So yep. in case you missed it, <laughs> join us uh, live next time. And then if we talk about Rubio, we'll bring it back up. <laughs> but yeah, so the Suns in the third quarter, because 31 to 12 over sack. And then. They only scored 11 points in the fourth quarter, so that's Ugh. worth mentioning, of course. Um, but like I said before, I, I really don't don't buy into these teams going on runs and coming back. It's if you can hold them off and just get the W. That is, it, as long as it's a late game for us, right, or for me here in Arizona, eight o'clock start, and it's late. I mean, it's later for everybody. For yeah. us, I, I feel like we just I don't it know why pretty, we're especially just with daylight to. savings time too. My whole schedule's thrown. Yeah, off. I'm like, never mind. It's probably way worse for you. So <laughs> I'll stop complaining about that. So yeah. What we have next is, or what team we have next, the Suns do host the Blazers. Uh, the Blazers right now, they're 5-5, five and five, all right? Damian Lillard is only averaging 18 points a game. Um, where do you stand with this team? I mean, have you even seen a lot of them? I know that they're, the defense has picked up. It's like third ranked in the, in the league right now. Um, but offensively, Lillard's struggling, and they're another team, too, with an investigation to the front office. So where are you at with this team? Are you just sick of seeing the same team? Because I am. I am done with it. Every time we talk about a preview with the Trailblazers, I am just sick of seeing this team play because I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of uh, Lillard, McCollum, and I just think that they deserve better. They need to win somewhere else where you can actually have a chance every year to maybe be a title contender. I agree with a lot of what you said. It's kind of more like, and I love Damian Lillard. I think he's, you know, it, it, I've seen a lot of interviews with him and off the court, he just seems like a genuinely good person, you know, and obviously he's one of the best players of all time, one of the best scorers of all time, but you got to kind of wonder if you're a little too loyal, you know, and there is such <laughs> thing, yeah. uh, but yeah. I, I give him credit and if he's happy with this team, but they're really not that good. Like five and five is fine, but a lot of teams are off to a weird start. And obviously we've seen that from the Suns and a lot of weird records out there. Something that I personally need to learn to accept is that there's a lot of weird records out there. Um, mm. But yeah, this team isn't that good. And I mean, Chauncey Billups was arguably their biggest like accu, you know, transaction, you know, and, yeah. uh, I don't know what that team's going to look like, if they're even going to make the playoffs. I wish we could kind of fast forward and look in hindsight to see where this team is at when the playoffs start because, again, Damian Lillard, yeah, you're a loyal guy, and you're arguably the one of the best Blazers of all time. But it's like, man, how, how much longer are you going to be on this team, man? So let's see. And I'll, I'll just say this. Anything could happen at the trade deadline. <laughs> Just that's saying. true yeah yeah <laughs> any there's not really any any kind of guarantee really in the mm -hmm. league and iverson vlogs plays are says that they uh the blazers do play tuesday so they're gonna have a backup back against us so that's always nice yeah of course i mean it doesn't automatically mean a win but 
you yeah, know, I the thought back that back tonight back. too, because the Kings were coming off a of back to back, and yeah. here we are. Well, so yeah, totally. In today's age, the back and back back to back games is a, mentally, I feel like is is it more of a struggle too than physically. I think these guys just think of it as such a negative already, to where they have to mentally prepare themselves for it ahead of time. And I think that's an issue. And another issue is we got to pick a winner for this game. So. We did pick. Okay, so I don't know what they picked for the last game. Oh man, I'm such a bad. These the days fly by, right? I'm, I'm they sorry. Do. They really so, do. Yeah. So we got to pick. Um, I'm gonna say, of course, I think it's gonna be a Suns win. I think we're gonna get a six game win streak going. Um, go. Who are you gonna back me on that one, or who do you got? I'm gonna back you up on that one. I think the Suns are gonna be kicking themselves for what happened tonight. I think they're not gonna mess around, and hopefully, we can do what we did in that third quarter in the in this upcoming game and just take them out in the third quarter and actually keep our starters on the bench and hopefully yeah. our second unit looks good and yeah hopefully the suns can get a w yeah i hope so too and uh i think we can push this and it's, anytime we get a lakers update in here and they might lose i gotta get this jt says lakers 15 115 horns 115 horns made a three so yeah i mean anytime ever says f the lakers or lakers suck we got to bring it up we have to stop the pod. Just make sure we get a shout out there. Um, so heading into the next game, of course, um, for me, I just think that if you have Aiden back, it's going to help. Definitely. Um, yeah. The thing is with the Blazers team, you just never know what you're going to get. I mean, it might mm -hmm. be the first game where, you know, Lillard starts to kind of get things back together. I know right, he'll drop over, like 50 on us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who else did that? Curry did tonight. Mm -hmm. And like the Warriors are nine and one, right? You said. And yeah. Curry hasn't been playing the best, but now he has this 50 point game. So I think things are kind of coming into place for a lot of teams, a lot of superstars. Yeah. So you got to you got to watch out for that. And I think um, the Suns are they're on a roll right now. Kind of. Yeah. I think they obviously with the five game win streak, but there's a lot to build off of this. And when you're winning without DeAndre Aiden, which we thought going into the season was a big focus and you need him to step up and kind of be a leader at some times and be um, not the MVP of the team, but at certain games, you need him to be like the, the most X valuable factor. player. Yeah. 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 So they're winning without him. Um, is there something that coming up later in the season, like you're looking forward to with a certain players or one player that you can just name off that you think is struggling maybe right now and will improve or just a guy like maybe a Cam Johnson for me, I just know is going to improve. Is there someone that you're looking at this roster and just thinking, this guy's going to improve. We're going to be talking. He's going to be a GM star in the future. Is there anybody that you might think that might come out of their shell? Mikhail Bridges, I think, would be a good answer. But I, yeah. I'm going to have to kind of jump on the Cam Johnson thing, too. But again, oh, if Mikhail go. Bridges can get 17 to 20-something points a game, we're going to get a lot of Ws. But, yeah, if Cam Johnson can start molding into that player we all know he can be and start actually mm -hmm. making some shots, too. Whew. Yeah. Like, this team will be a lot better. And, uh, you know, I've been pretty critical of this team so far, but it's just because I have such high expectations and I believe in this team. And sometimes you got to be critical of this team. And it's like, uh, it's going to be a fun season regardless. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster despite a lot of off-court stuff. You know what I'm talking about. But uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah I, to, to answer your question, I'd say Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson, if those two guys can get it going, ooh, let's go. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I don't know. There's so much to look forward to with this. Yep. Um, tonight, of course, is a late night for a lot of us. So we're probably going to cut the pod here shortly. Um, any final thoughts before I let you go there, Brandon? Give a shout out to where they can find you. All the yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I mean, if you guys don't know who I am already, uh, Suns Geek on YouTube. I'm consistently uploading videos. Been a long life Phoenix Suns fan. And, 
you know, I was here throughout the uh, the early days of this team, and you know, I'll be a fan for life, no matter if we win or lose. And I wanted to show this off last podcast, but I forgot. I got a Phoenix Suns Gorilla Funko. Oh, did Pop. you get one? I see yeah. those. Did they get I, I, I made an unboxing what? video on my channel, shameless plug, and I okay. I forgot to show him off last podcast to the Suns Jamsters, and I wanted to show him off. So, yeah, go go oh, get you one. Cool. They're probably still online and probably at GameStop and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah no, shameless awesome. plug. So that's like the newest one, right? There's probably older ones. That yeah, they they got. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm still waiting for them to drop a Devin Booker one, but they got other mascots like the Hornets and a bunch of other NBA mascots and tons of NBA Funko Pop players. But yeah, I mean, again, just Suns Geek on YouTube. Subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's just it's usually Suns Geek or Suns Geek on YouTube. And thanks again, Matt, for having me back on. I, I love being here, and you guys yeah. do a great job. And I always look forward to ranting about the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> yeah, thanks again, man. Um, I had a lot of fun. So anytime that you know we need someone to step up and join us, of course we shout out to you. And of yes, course, sir. I want to thank Flex for last time filling in for me. Yep. Um, I'm sure he did a great job. That's one That's reason, my guy, you know, man. I love you don't, Flex. You don't have to worry about him or John. You know, mm -hmm. they're gonna get the job done. I don't have Bex. to monitor them or you know send out some hateful emails to them. You know, <laughs> to, to get. <laughs> to do better um so yeah so everyone flex else could do uh, a podcast john and flex could do a podcast by themselves let's be real like hey, sometimes i careful, struggle with it careful there's already <laughs> there's already people trying to tear john away from me all right so don't give any more ideas out there yeah, no right? i'm just saying like i i struggle sometimes to do live streams by myself which is why i don't do oh, that <laughs> yeah that's how, i don't so know how shout you do to that them, man yeah john left me once he froze and was out and i had to fill in for two minutes it was the longest two minutes of my life so it's terrible it's um, nerve-wracking man when you're by yourself it is nerve-wracking it's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a little <laughs> But yeah, thanks for joining again. Thanks, Jamsters. Everyone, make sure to subscribe. Uh, leave a five-star review, Apple, and we'll read it here on the pod. Not sure if there's any new ones. I didn't actually check that, of course, because I'm not good at my job. So everyone, thanks for joining great again. Job, man. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining again. And uh, one more thing to say. Go home and love your family.